Hello everyone, I hope you are doing well in this fourth month of the year. This year is certainly going by so fast. My name is Danny White and you are listening to the Hashtags and Habits podcast. If you haven't done so already, subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, rate the show and or leave a review. I greatly appreciate it. This episode will be slightly different in that I am not solo. I was a guest on my friend Sharon W.'s podcast, This Realm of Existence, a few weeks ago, and I'm resharing it here for you, my lovely listening audience, to enjoy. You can check out her podcast as well on thisrealmofexistence.com. I met Sharon at an event last year, and in this episode, we talk about my journey into becoming a business owner, diversity and inclusion, and so much more. So take a listen, and I hope that you enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of This Realm of Existence podcast. Our purpose is to encourage you to go after all of your goals and dreams and to live your best life in this realm of existence. My name is Sharon W., and I am your host. So today I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Danny White, who is the founder and CEO of DW Creative Consulting Agency, where she and her team focuses on helping small to to mid-sized businesses gain visibility and increase revenue. Danny is also the founder and host of the Hashtags and Habits podcast available on all platforms, where she discusses digital marketing habits and strategies to optimize what is working and gain results. Danny, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being here. I know that you are very busy. And so, yeah, just just thank you. You have so much going on. I was looking at your website. (laughs) Yeah, I know you have your podcast, which we'll talk about today. So yeah, so thank you for joining me. Now, for those who do not know, I actually met Danny at InvestFest, which was put on by Earn Your Leisure. And I spoke about EYL and InvestFest in a little more detail in prior episodes. Uh, specifically, I believe it was podcast episodes number four and number eight. So be sure to check those out to hear more. And you can listen to those uh, episodes on my website at thisrealmofexistence.com or on Apple Podcasts under This Realm of Existence. So, Danny, I understand that you have a 10-year career in content marketing. And today I want to talk to you just a little bit about your marketing agency and your career path in general, as well as your newly launched podcast again, which is amazing, by the way, I did hear, hear what you, what you put out so far. And I really do like it. Lots of great information. Um, But before we get into all of that, please just tell us a little more about you and your background. Okay. Yes. Um, Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Danny White. Um, A little bit about me. I started out in content marketing, I would say, uh, about 10 years ago. Um, I have been writing since forever, but started um, after writing for different publications and things like that. Um, I got, I would say I got out of that, but I laid that down a little bit and so got into content marketing for B2B technology companies. Um, And so I started doing that, worked in startup environment, worked in enterprise tech, Um, for several years. And then after that, I went and started my own agency. And that's where we are now. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, Awesome. Well, I I understand that you you mentioned you started your own agency, of course. So congratulations on that. Now, I understand and correct me if I'm wrong, you started that agency while you were still working a full time job. And yes, Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. So I started in 2018. I started in 2018. And then 
I, I just left my full-time job in March of 2022. Nice. And um, I could I was doing it part-time. Well, I should say full-time because I work just as many hours there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> on my business. Um, but then I took it full, full-time in March. So, yeah. Nice. Well, first of all, um, congratulations on that. Um, I know that a lot of people, a lot of people probably that, well, I won't even say probably, I know a lot of people that have um, what they would consider a side business now that they want to take full-time, but you know, again, people have that fear of taking, taking that leap. Um, so I really do admire your faith and going forward and just putting that hundred percent into yourself and what you are building. So on that note, Go ahead and tell us a little more about uh, DW Creative Consulting Agency and specifically what that decision was like in starting your own marketing agency. What what made you want to do that? And then another part to that question, um, just pretty much tell us what your agency uh, provides for your clients. Yes. So what made me want to start my agency? One, I was working in enterprise technology, well, for enterprise technology clients. Um, so all of those big companies, Microsoft, Google, all of those companies, um, those were our clients. And I was creating content for them, running marketing campaigns, things of that nature. And I really wanted to start an agency that was one, allow for creativity. Um, enterprise tech is very narrow and boring for a lack of better lack of a better description. It's just very like, it's not fun. <laughs> I will just say that. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not fun all the time. Um, so I wanted to create an agency that was one, it allowed for creativity. It also allowed for flexibility. And two, I never wanted to like focus so closely on one niche. I wanted to be able to expand to other industries and, you know, work with any number of clients in any number of industries and any company size as well. Um, I have a real like passion for small to mid-sized businesses um, just because I've worked in startup culture. So I um, I know what it's like to wear many hats. I know what it's like to have this little business and then it's growing or have this little business. And then it's like, OK, I want it to grow here, but I don't know how to get there. And, you know, testing and experimenting. Um, and I really wanted to like kind of foster and cultivate like that nice. small to growing process. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So now let me ask you this. What keeps you motivated in this industry? I mean, I know you mentioned, you know, passion and you do sound like you're very passionate about it, but what motivates you to keep going? Because of course, in this industry, just like any other industry, I'm sure there's ebbs and flows and ups and downs, um, things that happen, but what makes you keep going? Um, what motivates me to keep going, I think is the ability to do something different every day. Nice. Um, no day is the same. So being being a business owner too, I'm still wearing many hats. Okay, um, it's not easy. It's not simple. Um, but I do get the like ability and to learn different things. Um, I get the opportunity to work with different people. Um, I think that's one of the things. There's always something new going on. Um, I think that's one of the things that not only keeps me motivated, but at least keeps me passionate about. The industry at large. I'm, I'm excited for the changes that are happening in digital marketing. Um, I'm also excited for the fact that people are putting a higher emphasis on digital marketing. So a lot of times digital marketing is the first thing to get cut when, you know, the economy is like going downhill or, right. you know, stocks are crashing or there's a crisis. Marketing is the first thing to get cut because sometimes it's seen as like a 
it's not seen as like a need. It's like a want. It's kind of like, oh, well, we kind of don't need digital marketing, but then we really do because we're not making right. sales. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's like the, that, the education piece, I think, is like what I'm most passionate about, especially when it comes to the small to mid-sized business um, range. Nice, nice. No, you're right. I think a lot of places do. Um, it's like, you, yeah, things happen. The economy changes, yeah. you know all the time as we know and things do happen but i mean a company still needs to brand themselves or maybe even potentially rebrand themselves to kind of stay ahead of the market maybe to go around what's happening in the economy because there's a lot of companies as we know that regardless of what's happening in the economy they continue to thrive yes yes you know, and some of it and i think i think a lot of those companies thrive because for one they have the con they understand that consistency matters Right. So showing up every day is what matters. And that's actually what creates brand awareness. The showing up, the visibility, um, making sure that you have like your top one, two or three things that you do regardless of what is going on. Right. I think a lot of times marketers like to test and experiment. And during times of crisis, it's not the time to test. We need to stick with what we know and like do that. And that works. <laughs> Then when all of this is over, we can go back to our testing and spending thousands of dollars doing these things. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, now, as I'm sure that you are aware, um, many industries, in many industries, rather, there's often a lack of diversity and inclusion and minorities, especially Black women. You know, we've also often found ourselves um, really having to twi fight twice as hard, rather, um, if not more just to prove ourselves and to prove our ability and our knowledge and what we can do. And this leaves many, unfortunately, or I won't even say unfortunately, fortunately, to leave and transition into being entrepreneurs. And uh, for those that may not know, Black women are, in fact, the fastest growing demographic of entrepreneurs in the U.S. So my question to you is, was there any time during your career that you found that yourself as a Black woman that you were overlooked in any areas as you were, you know, building your your knowledge base, um, you know, whether it be for promotion or otherwise, um, you know, and, and not necessarily getting into like particular details, but have you ever felt that you were overlooked um, simply because of, you know, who we are at all in, in this particular uh, industry? I think that's a, really, a good question. So yes, there have been several times that I can think of right off the bat. One time happened when I was in college, um, I got overlooked for a graduate assistant position. I, I studied psychology in college um, and I got overlooked for a graduate assistant position. I was the only black per black person period in my in my graduating class. And so wow. getting that assistantship was like important, right? It, you, you could use it on your resume um, and you got to work you got to work directly in the dean's office with the dean of psychology. Um, that was and I had the highest GPA in the class comparing to my classmates. Wow. So it was just you know, that some things in life are just like not fair and we know they're not fair, but I think the world in general is not fair and we have to really be able to not allow those things to like get us down. Um, there, I mean, when I got into the workforce, I work in tech, I have worked in tech and obviously there are a lot of, it's very, it's very much a bro culture um, a yes. lot of times, <laughs> very much so. Um, and I think because I did have a leadership position at, and uh, in the company that I work for and I had team members under me, um, I think there's a lot of like emotional management that 
has to come into play and that I had to, that was one of the biggest lessons that I did learn working, okay. um, working in the, in the, in the workforce. Um, when you have people under you, people looking up to you, um, it's really important to know how to manage your emotions. And sometimes they got the best of me because I do have a good way of telling people off um, <laughs> when I disagree with them. And I didn't have a problem telling people um, telling my teammates when I disagreed with them or not. But I do think that some of that, they kind of see that as like aggressive or, um, you know, you know too much or you're you're doing too much or you're saying too much. Right. And I think, I, I just think that a lot, a lot of times this is because we've been trained subconsciously to think that women have a place and men have a place and these two should never collide. And I don't think that that's always the case, especially in the workforce. Um, there has to be a mutual respect for each other. But um, at the same time, like you learn, like you learn to manage your emotions, you learn to handle people that don't think like you, don't look like you, that are diff have different perspectives and cultural backgrounds than you. And there's, you learn to understand, but you also learn to stand 10 toes down on what you believe. Right. <laughs> don't let people sway you into thinking that you're less than because they don't agree with you or because they're male or because they're white or anything like that. Right. Awesome. I love that. I love that answer because I mean, <laughs> and you mentioned too, like uh, just that different perspective. And I think a lot of people, I won't even say a lot of people, but some people don't realize that the more diverse a team is, the mm -hmm. better perspectives you can get, the better ideas, the more diverse ideas that you can get. I mean, because like you said, everyone thinks different um, and they may have an idea that you would he may hear and think, you know, wow, that that's actually a good idea. I, I never thought of that and vice versa. And so, yeah, it, it's definitely important. Now, you also mentioned, you know, having a team under you and, you know, being having managing personalities and emotions um, because you're right. Some people, you know, were looking up to you. So speaking of looking up to you, I want you to think for a moment, think about all the little black girls right now that are coming up, right? You know, whether they're preteens or teenagers and they see you and they see what you do and they think, you know, I, I would like to do that. What advice would you give them um, as they, you know, get older and want to pursue a career in, in doing what you're doing with uh, digital marketing? Um, one of the things that, well, the first thing I would say is to learn everything that you can. It's imp I think as women and as black women, you do have to be the smartest in the room. Yes. <laughs> there's no, there's no two ways about it. And I think you have to learn everything that you can learn um, in a particular field and not just about that field, but in general, right. knowing how to hold holistic conversations with people is really important as well. Um, I think two would be knowing what you want and communicating what you want. I think when I started my career, one of the things that I didn't have, I mean, no one ever taught me is I didn't really know what I should be asking for, right? I didn't really, in terms of salary, um, terms of negotiation, paid time off, things like that. I didn't really know what I should be asking for. So because I was excited to have my first job, I accepted right. it, right? <laughs> and I think it's important for you to, for young women to try to get those mentors, like read books, ask questions, um, be the one who, who stands up and gets the mic and, you know, ask the question that you want to ask, raise your hand and seek out people around you. And I, and I do, sometimes you have to play dumb 
to get the, the answers that you want. Unfortunately, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, some, and I've done that a number of times. Just to sometimes you have to pick people's brain, right? Mm-hmm. And you want you want this information so that you can grow, not so that you can get a one up on someone else or anything, or you're in competition with anyone else. Um, but so you can grow and you can learn and become a better person. Um, those, I mean, those would be the two top two things that I would nice. I would probably say. And I'm glad yeah. that you mentioned too, like as far as um not being afraid to ask questions. I think a lot of people, and I and I can speak from experience myself, even when I was younger, sometimes you're afraid, especially if there's other people in the room, to mm-hmm. raise your hand. But I can guarantee you 90 plus percent of the time, other people have the same question. And they're just yeah. as afraid as you to raise their hand too, because they don't want to look quote unquote stupid. But mm-hmm. You still want your question answered. So, yes, yeah, so I thought that that was a good point you made, like as far as just don't be afraid to ask questions. I mean, and I think that goes for like anything in life. Like, don't be afraid to make the jump. Don't be afraid to do that thing that you always have wanted to do. Yeah. Like, life is too short for fear, really. Yeah, yes. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just too short to like be sitting in, in fear and being afraid of things. And you don't know the result until you try it. And so, I mean, that's that's what I would say, especially for people growing up in this day and age. There is a plethora of tools and technologies and you can learn anything that you want to learn almost um, online because Google and YouTube. Yeah, right. There's no no excuse not to. (laughs) That's true. Listen, you're preaching to me when you say as far as like taking the leap, because I think we've all had that, that fear. Fear can be crippling. Yes, it can very much be crippling. And even as like a business owner now. There are, I mean, we're still growing. So there are those moments of like, I don't know if I'm going to make payroll in six months. Like it's still those moments of like, okay, are you really, really cut out for this? And you really have (laughs) to like push the negative self-talk and like not just push it out, but replace it with like things that you know to be true about yourself. Like, you know that you're capable of making good decisions. You know that you're capable of getting the information. You can do research. You can ask questions. You can attend a conference. You can go to a trade show. Like there's nothing that's stopping you. So removing those barriers of like thought and even removing like physical barriers can be like the best thing to get over that fear. Because fear can be really, really crippling. Like you can literally it causes anxiety. So you it can be crippling. But there are ways to like not just cope with it, but get over it. I mean, there. it's like, it's, I think too, when, when we're speaking of fear, I did an episode um, in one of my previous podcast episodes, I had given a quote uh, from Denzel Washington, who most people mm-hmm. know he has a career spanning decades. And he even said that with every new movie he does, he continues, he's still nervous. He still has mm-hmm. fear when he does it. I mean, that kind of just lets him know like he's human. It's like, it's fine to have, but he still pushes through. He doesn't not do the movie doesn't, because exactly. of the fear, you know? <laughs> So he still goes through and does it. He says with every new movie he does, he's still nervous and he still has fear, but he pushes through anyway. Yeah. And no. get him now. <laughs> I tell people sometimes. So I also have a publishing company, even though that's not part of this conversation. I no, have that's a publishing awesome. company. Talk about it. And I was even talking to someone today on a consultation and they're like, well, you know, I just don't know if it's the right fit and I don't know if it's if I should be working on it. And it's like all the, you know, I the what ifs, right? Right. And so Myself, I've written 16 books. Every oh, single time you nice. come to a new project, mm-hmm. you it's going to be the same thoughts. Like you Even know, though you've done it successfully 16 times. 
<laughs> but you have to push through in order you yeah. need that social proof right you need to have a book on your desk that shows that like you have written this book you can do the next one nice. even with writing articles or doing podcast episodes or producing videos it's it's the same thing like go back and review all of the work that you've done in the past right and th then you'll know that like you can do this and that also helps to push through like some of this fear and like imposter syndrome and stuff like that so. i love it love it now you mentioned podcasts and we're going to speak about your podcast in a moment but let, i just want to um let me ask you this so let's do like a hypothetical situation so i'm gonna say i'm a uh, potential client i have a new business or maybe i have a business that i've had for a few years and i want to use your agency to you know help with my with my marketing more to put me out there i contact you what exactly do you provide as far as to your clients like what would be your next step if i come to you and i say danny you know i have this company xyz um i want to you know what your company can do for me to help kind of push us to the next level to get us out there even more um you know our business is performing pretty well but it could do better and i think you know we've kind of slacked a little bit in marketing so where would you be able to come in at this point okay so first we would fill out a form. Okay. <laughs> That's always important. Yes. We have to fill out a form before we even jump on a call. That way we have some background information and writing about your organization. Um, and then we have our discovery calls. Um, awesome. And our discovery calls are just really a way for like both of us to get to know each other. And I ask a lot of the critical questions that need to be asked. Because sometimes when people say, okay, I want you to, I want you to do my marketing or I want right. you to do my social like what exactly does that mean to the client so we go through these series of questions like okay what is your product or service that you're selling um what's who's your target audience how many have you sold to date what are what's your kpi like your goals like what are you trying to get to um what analytics or reporting have you done what's what's the data behind this information like are you just guessing is this an estimate um or do you have concrete information and then from there we will create like a strategy to get you to where you need to go. So okay. in the strategy phase, strategy is a lot of discussion. Mm -hmm. And I want to be very clear because a lot of there are a lot of there's a lot of talk online about consulting and strategy and like right. what <laughs> like what does that actually mean? Like what deliverable do I get from strategizing and consulting? Right. <laughs> right? So we have to kind of break that down based upon like what the client me needs. So let's say that they are um let's say that they're trying to launch a new product, right? We need to do some market analysis and understand what, who's the target around that that's best for this product. Right. Um, once we've done that and we have like a concrete presentation or document that kind of walks us through what those demographics are, then we'll come back and create the actual plan that is going to be implemented. So that might have something to do with running a social media campaign. Uh, we might run an email cam an email campaign or email cadence to your news your newsletter. We might run a paid ad campaign. All of those are components within the strategy, and then we implement it and report. That's that's at a high level what it is, but right. okay. each client is different. So every client oh, is no, absolutely, <laughs> and every client doesn't need the same service. So I've had um, clients come and say, "Okay, we want to get to like ten thousand followers on Instagram." Well, right. you're right now you're at 105. Right, so, so how can we get you there? <laughs> it's not a realistic goal. And they'll right. say, okay, we want to do it in like 90 days. It's not realistic. 
right? So based upon what you're selling, it has to be realistic. And then you have to create a plan around that. And then in increments, you get to that number. It doesn't have 10,000, right? <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, you could always go over to TikTok, TikTok and do a trendy dance or something. Maybe that'll be <laughs> I don't know. They seem to... <laughs> you, could, you could be a backup dancer or a singer for something. I don't know. They always seem to trend. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that'll get you some followers. Then you say, oh, and by the way, come on over to my Instagram page, you know. <laughs> But let's let's shift for a moment um, to talk about your again newly launched podcast again called hashtags and habits podcast. Um, like I said, I li- I've listened to um, a few episodes that you published so far, and I absolutely love it. I think that the information that you provided has been invaluable. I actually learned a lot just from listening to you. I was like, oh, hey, that's good. <laughs> and because, like you said, it's like you can learn so much nowadays, especially people. Well, I guess the younger people coming up now too with the with YouTube and podcast and you know, all the information is, is pretty much there if you if you look for it. So like I said, the information that you do give is invaluable and I have learned a lot. So two part question. Why did you decide to launch this podcast and what can listeners expect when listening to your podcast? Um, why I decided to launch the podcast is one, digital marketing is a very cluttered and crowded industry. Mm-hmm. And it's also very subjective in a lot of ways. And for my audience, which is smaller to mid-sized businesses who are in the growth stage, I wanted to produce something that was one, simple, and two, short. (laughs) 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 The reason why I wanted it to be this way is because people have so much information coming at them that they often have analysis paralysis and they don't know how to decipher what information should be used and what information is trash. And so I wanted to make this podcast about digital marketing, but with a focus on it being very concrete, very practical, like giving you actual steps that you can implement today, not just a very vague, ambiguous, kind of like questionable, you know, questionable (laughs) concepts and tactics. I wanted to give you something that you could actually use. Um, And then secondly, I wanted to make sure that the topics were not like just about what's trending. So if you listen to a lot of marketing podcasts, you'll probably see the latest episode is probably about chat GPT or using artificial intelligence. A lot of those content writing, right? Like we'll, uh, we'll cover some of that and the why behind it. But we also want to make sure that we are still sticking to things that are tried and true, like email, like email is going to be around like forever. And people often forget that like email is your only digital, your real digital asset that you can own, that anyone can own. You don't own social media followers. You don't own your TikTok viewers. You don't own any of these people. And if Instagram were to shut down tomorrow, you would lose everything. So it's like things that are very, we forget about because they sound so boring and so old, but they actually still work. And so, and this is what a lot of small to mid-sized businesses need. Like they need to know things that are concrete. They often don't have a lot of resources. They don't have a lot of money just be spending on testing and trying things out. So giving them like the practical steps that they can take to like move their business forward. So yeah. I'm I'm glad that you mentioned concrete too, because um, like I said, in the episodes I listened to, it was almost like I could take notes. It was almost like you were giving it in a conversational yet bullet 
form, like like bullet. I want it to be very bulleted. <laughs> it was perfect. That was like, oh my god! You 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 give the introduction. You're like, today we're going to talk about this, this, and this. Going to you know just go over a few steps that you can take today to do X, Y, and Z, and then you kind of just get to it. And it's like I said, I, I don't have a marketing background. My my background is communications, and then you know I went to law school, so I I do. I'm, I'm a lawyer now. Um, even though my writing is passion and all that, but we can talk about that later. But, um, but yeah, I don't know anything, honestly, about marketing. And just from the few episodes I have listened to, um, it's you give a lot of good information. And it's oh. just, like I said, like it's conversational yet bullet point-ish. Yes, exactly what I wanted it to. <laughs> well, you, you succeeded. So yeah, if you haven't listened to her podcast already, guys, I would highly suggest it. Um, and at the, I'll re- reiterate this at the end, but I will post the, um, uh, again, her podcast. Uh, well, I'm not sorry, not your, I was going to say podcast episodes, but your podcast links rather will be on my website um, as well as all of your other information, but which I will have actually, I will have Danny given a few moments. But <laughs> before we wrap up though, without getting into too many details or giving away too much information, because you know, sometimes you, have to make moves without always announcing them. What would you say is next for Danny White or rather DW Creative Consulting Agency? Um, what is next? I would say what's next is where I'm working on a book that is called The Consistency Factor. Nice. Um, and it's literally about being consistent. Nice. <laughs> like that, right that. to the point. <laughs> literally about being consistent and like how how to be consistent. And like what that consistency can get you. Um, and it I've had to reiterate like this, this statement to some of my clients because I think social media has like conditioned us to think that everything should happen overnight. And yeah, it's not true. Neither is it no. realistic. <laughs> and when people come for digital marketing, especially the newer the company is or the younger the owner is, um, they come with that mentality. Like right. this marketing is like a magic wand. You can just swing across and sprinkle fairy dust and it's all going to happen. Right. <laughs> and I really want people to understand that, yes, you can go and pay for all these magical services that people are selling. Some of them are legit. Few of them are legit. Most of them are trash. <laughs> but you can go and spend your money and be under the, the, the facade that you're getting something when you're really not. Um, and so that's, that's what the book is about. Um, pre-orders will go up in April. So I will, you'll see some social media stuff. Awesome. <laughs> the book cover and the pre-order website, um, will start in April. So that's, um, that's really what's next. And I think like my ultimate goal is to educate and inform, um, while also doing my work for my clients. Um, but mostly to educate and inform and like to, coach people on like what is actually beneficial for them in marketing and how to do it. Um, so yeah. That's, awesome. That's awesome. the next step. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already know that just even, like I said, just meeting you last year. I mean, I haven't even known you a year yet, but just your personality. I know, and, I know right? Doesn't it seem longer? That's because we're awesome. I know, I know. But, <laughs> but I mean, even just, I can tell just your your passion, your work ethic, your personality and all. I already know everything that you touch is going to turn to gold. You already know that too. You have to speak it into existence. So yes, I agree. Going to happen. Oh every day. <laughs> get rid of those negative Nancy's in our head. And listen, as I'm saying that out loud, I'm speaking to myself. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> that we have to get out of our heads a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I think you were preaching to me, you know, about 10 minutes ago when you were talking about that. Um, I'm like, she's calling me out because I'm in my head all the time. <laughs> I'm, so I mean, I'm also a person who's like in my head all of the time because I have a ton of ideas like this, yes. literally all of these papers, like right, it's just. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I have millions of things that I can be doing. Mm -hmm. But it's unrealistic to put this pressure on myself to like right. always be going, always be performing, you know, always doing the next thing. But yeah. really trying to be like, okay, discerning and strategic and see like what is actually the next thing you need to be working on. And your and, word consistency. Yeah, and consistency. <laughs> like once you start it, like continuing, continuing. Right. Yeah, I have yeah. a book of, um, it's called The Book of Ideas. I have this book mm -hmm. of ideas. I keep like a physical copy as well as um, oh, my computer. And I told my computer, I have a Word document. It's called you know, document of ideas. And then I have an actual book of ideas. So anytime something gets me, I'm like, if I want to, oh, I could, well, there's a few things, like I said, that I'm working on creatively. I'm working on my book of poetry. Um, I've worked on several short stories already. And my ultimate, I want to do a screenplay, you know, but I'm starting, I found myself starting to write all of them at once. And mm -hmm. it was like, okay, wait, wait, yeah. step back, step back. Even Tyler Perry, remember at the, um, at Invest Fest when he said he focused on that one thing at a time. He did the plays that became successful. He then went into the next thing and the next thing, TV, okay. movies. And I'm like, okay. So yeah, we're we're in our head a lot. So I have to remind myself too. That, so that's a good point. Take a step back. You <laughs> can do it. You just can't do it all at one time. You can't do it all at one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. now before, um, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you to please let everyone know how they can get in touch with you um, if they want to, again, inquire further about the services that your agency provides. And also just let everyone know where they can follow you. Yes. Okay. So I have multiple pages and stuff online. Um, but for the podcast, you can go to hashtagsandhabits.com. Um, and that on that website, you'll see all the places to listen to the podcast and subscribe, um, write and review. We read all the reviews for improvement, obviously. Um, so that's always helpful. And then for my agency, our website is DW. So like D as in Danny, W as in white, <laughs> ccagency.com. Um, that's our main website. And then I am on all the social platforms, um, M Danny W at on Instagram, I think. I think. Let me check that because okay. I, don't, <laughs> I don't even know my own handle is so many. No, M Danny White on Instagram. And I okay. think it's the same on Facebook. And that's Danny with two N's and an I, no Y and no one N. Danny <laughs> no Y and no one I. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, yeah. And that that's my Instagram, Facebook. You can visit me there. Um, and that I think that's it. All right. Well, guys, all of uh, Danny's information will be posted on the web on my website. Again, my website is thisrealmofexistence.com, and it will be posted under the podcast tab for this episode. So, Danny, this was awesome. Thank you. It was. Uh, this was like, really fun. It was. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, like I said, I know I, just even in speaking with other um, entrepreneurs and business owners, I know when you're running your own business, you're busy, busy, busy all the time, not only building your business. <laughs> There's, it keeps you busy. There are there's things to do that you did not even imagine you would ever do. But yes. Well, man, <laughs> thank you for taking a little bit of time just to sit down and again, just to talk with me because I'm sure that you are very busy. But I, I like I said, I, I visited your website. I've, I've listened to your podcast. I think you're doing amazing. And I just wish you nothing but success. Thank you. Many, you many as well. Thank you. Thank you. 
So um, again, so yeah, just, just thank you for being on. And guys, like I said, all of Danny's information will be on um, my website under the podcast tab for this episode. So on that note, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of this From of Existence podcast. Until next time, remember, you are a magical being who can achieve whatever it is that you set out to achieve. So I need you to go live your best life in this realm of existence. As always, I wish you peace, love, joy, and prosperity. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hashtags and Habits. If you want to learn more about digital marketing strategies specific to your business, let's discuss. You'll find our website and email address, as well as any resources I've noted in this episode in the show notes. We also want to hear your questions. So DM us on any of the social platforms at hashtags and habits everywhere. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to our newsletter at hashtagsandhabits.com or leave us a review on any of the podcast platforms. I'd greatly appreciate it. Until next time, remember that marketing is not easy, but it can be simple.